Welcome to Ball vs. Life, a podcast where your hosts, JC and Jack, discuss NorCal vs. SoCal perspectives, the Bay vs. LA. Thanks for tuning in. Let's roll. Ball vs. Life is back for good, man. I mean, last episode was a kind of our intro back with Christine. Yes. But this is our first official episode back talking about sports yeah. and all that good stuff yeah season two what 25 25 episodes in is it 25 i don't know i lost count i'll be honest <laughs> <I lost> count. <laughs> let's keep let's keep on going man let's keep on going what's cracking man well i mean first i want to mention that we're going to be releasing episodes in every two weeks instead of the weekly because this time around we want to plan more a <laughs> plan a little better it got to a grind last year right like the weekly stuff yeah man it's like uh well i mean we had plenty of stuff to talk about as yeah. the playoffs were, were were hitting up hit hidden full stride when uh when we were doing weekly but you know now that we have more time we can be a little bit more thoughtful in terms of our our stuff we were going to talk about plus it just kind of gives us more time to just you know breathe and uh and live life so I was thinking about that. If we were to do this the whole NBA season, to do it weekly is pretty intense. Because last year when we started it, well not last year, but the first season when we started it, it was kind of like towards the end of the NBA season. So we had that to look forward to. But this is the beginning, man. So this is going to be a a, a couple months thing before the season's over. We're not. We're, it's a marathon, bro. We're yeah. not sprinting towards anything. You know what I mean? We're we're we're, we're thinking about lo- longevity over here. And, and with that marathon analogy, you're carrying two kids in the, in this marathon, so you're not going solo in this marathon. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's all good, man. I'm getting oh, like over time, man. Reps reps help you, so I'm hoping that it just gets easier. I want to ask you since last episode you we we talked about you being down here and we actually didn't close out the episode because we recorded on Saturday and then you obviously spent Sunday here before flying back. Yeah. Tell us about like how you feel felt about the end of the trip. It was kind of trippy being away from the kids and you got to get K barbecue and all that stuff. How did you feel about the trip, dude? Ah, overall the trip was good, man. It was nice to to get away and just kind of switch it up a little bit. It was just kind of weird to not be in the regular cadence of the kids uh and then whatever they do everything revolves around uh you know their lives in many ways and it was just kind of nice to be able to kind of adult you know um for for a change for a switch up so it was really surreal to make that happen but it was it was fun man like la is cool even though we kind of just focused in like you know what I, I don't even know what's the best way to describe the the area that we were at like um <laughs> You don't, even, you don't know LA China. at all, dude. You're like, whatever China. area we're at, we're yeah, in the 66. China, China is okay. the 60s. San Gabriel Valley. There you yeah. go. Um, you know, there's plenty of spots to kind of to, to hit up there, man. Hit up the Korean barbecue joint. I forgot the name of the spot. All I remember is there was like Voltrons and like arcade <laughs> games over there. It was dope, right? Was a, yeah, it was a really dope spot. Like, it had a really nice vibe. Very unique from any other Korean barbecue spots I've been to. So, just coming into that spot. And, like, it was pre-Halloween, so they kind of spooked out the whole place. Yeah. Like, spiders and spider webs and <laughs> freaking, like, you know, whatever. Like, clowns popping out of nowhere. <laughs> um, so, it was really dope. And, and it's been a minute that I had been to Korean barbecue. Like, I, I feel like it was two years prior to oh, that time that I went with you. And I really love Korean barbecue, so it was it was just nice to be able to 
to to sit down and just you know gr- grill some meat, man. Just eat some food. It, it it was good, man. It was really really delicious. So it was fun. And you got you got to eat without the kids, which is a whole ordeal. You mentioned that last pod where you're like, dude, eating with your kids, it's a it's a freaking circus show, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like you have a kid one with like a tablet, just so that we can <laughs> you know we can we can grab like a couple bites uh, in the middle of that and. Half the time, like you're worried about them spilling something. Uh, my wife the other day all, almost got her eye poked out by her kid because the, oh, the, the little guy was like so quick in terms of picking up the fork, and as she was trying to get the the fork away from his hand, he he straight up just like tried Damn. to recoil it and almost hit her in the eye, dude. So I'm just saying, these are the types of situations that you have to deal with. When you have little little ones, man, it's just like it's it's never quiet. Korean barbecue is a whole process, and that process is disrupted if you have little guys over there. But it was it was nice, you know what I mean. At least I could just kind of focus on just chewing. <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> you know what's funny is um, learning that you're supposed to chew twenty three times to be healthy about. doing the due process of breaking down the food before swallowing it did you know that no that sounds that's that number is so arbitrary like 23 times that's so i am so unhealthy man i'm letting my (laughs) intestines just do a lot of the yeah the processing of the food because half the time i'm trying not to get my eye stabbed so (laughs) i know that's so random but some dude told me that that fact and i was like really because i've been eating like a freaking tasmanian devil my whole life <laughs> my nah, intestines dude. are fucked up <laughs> yeah now nah, even even before that man i i've eat, i've eaten lunch with you i've eaten fried chicken with you dude like literally in three minutes we're done with like three pieces so I, I won't lie like i've been known amongst my group of friends growing up as the fastest eater but when i met you and we both like start start scarfing down food, especially after playing ball in college. Yeah, after yeah. like at at the barbecue place, I was yeah. like, "Shit, I'm done, and you're done too." Actually, this was a match made in heaven, bro. Once I saw <laughs> yeah, that, I was like, "We can eat together." <laughs> exactly, man. We go straight to business for sure. Not we, one we word is said, to, dude. Not more. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> it's just like, dude, like I'm eating. You know, this this is a moment right here, and we just we go straight to business. No, no, it was it was funny just because that's my baseline like i i eat fast like you and we were on the same table but the people that we were dining with at (laughs) korean barbecue seem to be on the different side of the spectrum (laughs) in terms of that not only do they do the 23 they probably take like straight up 46 shoes to eat their food they also they were very deliberate in terms of like cooking all the food like i'm trying to just maximize this this is all you can eat so i'm trying to get the most you know meat and food in that that limited time that we have man so i was it was see like it was cool we were socializing it was good but i'm a hungry man man i haven't eaten (laughs) korean barbecue in two years i'm trying to eat all of this freaking bulgogi and (laughs) the stuff that they had there so it was kind of funny man because half the time i'm just like all right let's order some more meat guys (laughs) it's funny because i know you well and at the end when we were winding down I was I was saying to you, dude, it's all you can eat. You want to order more, and you you're so polite. You're like, no, no, it's okay, it's okay, because you saw that everyone stopped eating. I was like, bro, yeah. just order more. Yeah, man. Everybody was kind of wrapping up, and they were the the drinks were almost out. Like it just I didn't want to prolong it behalf of everybody, 
But in reality, secretly, I was just like, bro, I need I need that chadol. Like I need like a plate to my own. <laughs> just give me just give me a grill to my own, dude, and I'll just freaking eat all of that. So it's all good, man. We it was a very social context. Been catching up with everybody. I'm just saying. Uh, after that, I was still kind of feeling like I needed a little bit more Korean barbecue. And I told the wife about that. So despite having the kids, like literally this weekend, we forced going to Korean barbecue, you know, with a friend and, and two kids. So risking eyesight and all of this <laughs> stuff, man, we went back to Korean barbecue. So we went to get over here in NorCal. And this is the time where we strategically chose someone that probably eats twice as much as I do. That's so, a, and that's a lot, bro. <laughs> I, yeah. Like, the waiter was like, you guys are ready for more meat already? I was just like, yeah, dude. Just keep them coming. <laughs> so, it, wasn't, it wasn't a social context. It was just straight nah, to business. <laughs> it was straight to business. It was like post-ball, eating with Jack kind of deal, man. I wish you were there because if you were there, we probably could have not. We could have closed shop over there, man. I think they would they would have run out of some of the Dude, food. Dude, I'm but, sure uh, after you guys left, they probably took photos of you and put pictures in the back kitchen to be like, these these people are trouble, man. Once these people walk in, <laughs> we're, we're, we're on a loss. <laughs> these people are going to give us a loss. <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's like I, I was ready to go. You know, when you eat Korean barbecue, like your 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 clothes smell right. So like even coming into that, I was all business. It's like when you go to play ball, right? You come in outfitted with you know being being ready to <laughs> to go into battle. And yeah. I, like I had like this loose ass shirt <laughs> that was like that was all black. So even if there was like oil splatter from the <laughs> from from the grill, like I I was wearing shorts. I had like my beater hoodie. I was ready to play play ball, man. And uh, yeah, it was it was it was a good uh, it was a good lunch for sure. I feel you on that. Like once you go to K Barbecue, you gotta wear clothes that you don't give a shit about because that shit is gonna smell so bad afterwards. Yeah, I don't care if they have these fans that are picking up the smoke, man. It it'll it it'll it'll stay with you for a couple. I think I can even still smell it on my hair, dude. <laughs> I shampooed like four times just to get it out. It's still there. But then again, we were there quite a while. Now, <laughs> yeah, so. you're basically in a sauna of the, the K barbecue smoke. Dude. Yeah, I smell like a waiter at one of those places, man. <laughs> hey, I, I wanna I wanna move on to I wanna give you props because I wanna move on to the next subject I wanna talk about, which was playing ball together. And you played in the, the league game that my, me and my buddies play, and you were kind of a ringer for us because. You were down here, and I was like, let's let's put you onto the court. And you killed it for us, man. We needed a big guy. And I just wanted to mention that because big guys are so valuable. Now I understand when you play street ball, you must feel really good because people always look at your size, and they just want to pick you up on their team. I don't know that feeling because I'm not a big guy. So, man, it's such a luxury, dude. Yeah, yeah, man. It was it was nice to be able to, to be called up for a 10-day contract. Um, <laughs> coming, you- into, coming into that, I, I wasn't sure, like what I was signing myself up to. And it was kind of like a sensitive situation just because like, I don't know your teammates and we weren't you know, really people sure. People are sensitive were... to playing time. Yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't sure if folks were going to be cool. I, you know, I don't want to take any minutes and, you know, I'm just there to help the team out. 
needless to say, after they saw a couple of box outs and a couple of boards, they were just they're just like, bro, you should come in. Let's sub in. Let's sub <laughs> and in. bro, let's put this into a context, all right? The other yeah. team had like a freaking three hundred pound guy, dude. Yeah, man. Which which I had to check that <laughs> yeah. dude. I'm used to dislodging people, and I couldn't really even move that guy. That boy, that boy was a big boy. Yeah, he he was more wide than uh, than tall, though. That 300 pounds was was snuck into like a five eight frame. So I know, you know dude. I mean? he was like a thick tree trunk, dude. Yeah, dude. It was he was he was like a boulder out there, dude. He looked like an Angry Bird out there, like a, a giant Angry Bird. But um, yeah, we pulled out a W. We did, uh, man, for, for that that league game. I, I was more than happy to to join in. And, and again, like what we were talking about in the last episode, just being able to come back and, and hoop with you. It's always fun times. And uh, hopefully the guys were happy in terms of what I could do to help, help them out. Like what you were saying, I think I bring a valuable skill in in these types of uh in, in these types of contexts i'm not like a, a shooter or a ball hog or a point yeah. guard or a shooting guard you know what i mean like i'm i'm a like i'm a power forward i'm a, like a four and a five yeah. that pretty much just the dirty work and yeah. you know if you play who yeah like what you said it's just like everybody wants to have that guy on their squad because they don't really take shots away from you and they clean up and i love doing that stuff like that's my bread and butter your game is a throwback big big man game because nowadays all the all the big guys want to shoot threes they like to be on the perimeter you like to you can do like you said i mean you do the dirty work you're 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 totally fine mixing it up with other big guys boxing out gaining down low fighting for those rebounds which is a huge luxury like for anyone who's played with someone like you you can't take that for granted it's 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 tough when you're when you're freaking bo- trying to box out freaking boulders of three hundred pound boulders. You gotta have a lot of heart, man. You gotta you gotta be yeah. pushing against that boulder, yeah. dude. I don't know, dude. Like I I guess I have the 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 tools to 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 be able to battle down lows. Like what what we talked about in the last episode. It's just like I think my body has got as developed to 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 tailor to that game. So I think it's fun. Don't get me wrong, though, man. I pulled one. I pulled one from the perimeter. Yeah, I, you did. I you, did. <laughs> you were feeling it, dude. After you grabbed some boards, you got some 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 bunnies inside. You're like, you know yeah, what? Yeah, I can shoot exactly. This game. Exactly, exactly. I was just like, you know what? After a couple of offensive rebounds, maybe the guys won't really be heated if I if I did a, a little heat check right there. <laughs> Thankfully, it went in. But that's the thing. I've played in so many games, actually, where the guys were like, I feel bad. I truly, I really try to be efficient in terms of my game. You know, I don't want to miss a lot of shots. They're, they're, they're high percentage shots, given how close I am. I don't like going four for 10. Like, that, that sucks. That's a lot of shots in, yeah. <laughs> in a short game. But I'm just saying, I want to be more than 50%. So shooting jump shots is really not something that I... I, I I try to do. I remember one time where I was playing with a with a squad and like I missed. It wasn't even a three. It was like top of the key jumper, like an elbow jumper. And I was like, my bad, man. I shouldn't have taken that. And he was like, dude, for every offensive rebound that you get, dude, shoot those. Whatever, man. <laughs> that's like, a good exchange, actually. For every offensive board you get, you deserve a shot. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I'm not a perimeter guy, so I'm not going to play that. But yeah, I mean, you 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 played well, man. Played intense. Played free. Yeah, Always man. smiling. We got the win. That's all I care about. <laughs> 
This is the difference between you and I. You're like, man, I had a good game. I'm like, I don't even yeah. know what my stat line was. I just know we got the win. Yeah, the per 48 was pretty good that that day. <laughs> but hey, man, but you know what? Yeah, the 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 W is is always good. Good to go. I remember after we used that, to call you double double per 48. <laughs> hey, man. That's that's the goals, man. You gotta have goals. You gotta have you gotta have goals. Anyway, that was a that was a fun weekend. A lot of good eats, catching up with a lot of friends down south. Um, I want to do it again, man, for sure. Yeah, you know. man. I hope it opened Pandora's box, and you can just think about your next trip down here, and maybe come come with you know the family or roll solo again. I mean, I, I need to visit you. I know that. So we'll we'll make some, We'll get we'll work on it. We'll work on it both ways. Yeah. Cool, cool. Before we move on to the next thing, how has life had settled for you? I know you said you got a little sick. <laughs> that weekend took a lot out of you, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because like, it was the first time in a few years that I probably had... Well, I've had less sleep, but I hadn't stayed up that late. Like We were up <laughs> through like freaking 3.30 in the morning. Leaving those and college like, days again, man. Yeah, dude, it's like it's like a college timeline lifestyle, man. It was it was killing me. So when when I got home that week, I got hella sick, bro. <laughs> I was just like, what? aside from playing like two basketball games in a span of thirty six hours, not really doing my my normal stretching, and then eating all that food, <laughs> my body was just barking. And at the five me boba right drinks. <laughs> So it's been what two weeks, almost three weeks since I went there. I'm still recovering, dude. Knock me out for a couple weeks. Uh, so <laughs> you're getting old, man. That's what you're telling yeah. me. You're just getting old. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I can't be doing this too regular. So <laughs> I've been trying to still stay regular with playing ball, but it's just it's been tough, man. Just I'm I'm, I'm half there, coughing up a lung. My wind wasn't there. And then once your once once your wind isn't there, your legs aren't there, and then you get frustrated. So it was a rough couple weeks. I don't know about you, but I was knocked out, dude. After you left, I also hit some bad patch of luck. Uh, next week, the, the week after, I played in a league game, and somebody ran straight into my knee. Man, I actually never had a knee to knee contact like that. Like the side of my knee swole up real quick. I think it was just a deep bone bruise on my knee mm-hmm. and it's been bugging the shit out of me and it just sucks it sucks to be out of commission that's just really the main thing yeah because i want to be out absolutely. there i want to be sweaty and i want to just feel like i don't know once you get used to playing ball again it's tough being out of it yeah absolutely absolutely so how's it doing right now is it still hurting i mean it's it's achy but at least i'm walking without pain anymore i don't think yeah. i'm gonna make it to the next game though which is a total bummer yeah. Yeah. <laughs> damn dude you gotta play it smart. Once you're older, you can't you can't be doing stupid shit like playing on yeah, an injury. Man. Because look at Clay, man. Look at look at Steph, yeah. dude. Load like, management, man. You gotta load. You gotta yes. manage your load, man. It's load management for you. Now more than ever, I understand load management. Before I was like, <laughs> man, fuck these players, man. They're, they're jipping us. But now I'm like, all right, I understand load management. If your knee hurts, yeah. you know what? You need a load manage. Yeah. It's a long season. It's a marathon, as you said, a marathon. Exactly. Yeah, well, my team is taking a load management season this year. <laughs> let's, so. let's talk about it, dude. Let's get into it then. Let's get into our bread and butter. Let's actually talk about the Warriors and the Lakers and the Niners and all this other stuff. Let's just touch, let's touch up on all this stuff. Let's first start with the Warriors. <laughs> Speaking of load management, Curry out three months. Like, how did you feel, man? I I saw actually saw the injury live. I was watching the game, and at yeah. the time, um, it was ba- who is it? Aaron. Aaron Aaron Baines, Aaron Baines. Baines. Yeah, he landed Former on Celtic Curry's Aaron freaking Baines. wrist, man. 
Yeah, well, yeah, Steph went, I mean, this is just a, a continuation of the rash of luck that we've had ever since the finals, man. I don't think I've seen anything like this in terms of the amount of bad luck. I yeah. feel like it's coming back for us in terms of all the good luck we've had uh, in yeah. terms of health, you know, for the past five years. And just everything is just coming up to this year and it's just man fuck 2019 man. <laughs> it's just from an injury perspective it just sucks like yeah I, i've reached a point like I, i've gone through the five stages of grief with all of this already and i'm getting close to just accepting how yeah. it is um i mean the reality is all of this has happened and you just gotta look forward before like before one of these games like after Steph went down like there was a comparison of the starting lineup one year ago to this to this day <laughs> and now and like the team is completely different all of these folks that are, that were brought in to be complementary pieces are becoming like centerpieces yeah. right now even Delo was hurt you know what i mean yeah. like we had Eric Pascal Alec Burks WCS like Kai Bowman like who who the hell are these dudes so it's been really, really tough to watch the Warrior games. It really does remind me, though, of how it was back in the day before yeah. all of these bandwagon fans and before all of the success. And there's a little bit of comfort in that, <laughs> you know, reminisce about the old days where, yeah. you know, you, there were really no expectations in terms of what's what could happen. And with that said, it's really ugly basketball like as 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 of time of recording we have the worst record in the league we're like two and eight it's just ugly basketball a lot of these guys are inexperienced (laughs) they're making errors out of out of bounds plays they're shooting jumpers that are bricks like it's just really ugly basketball you got to take your knocks when, when they're there i mean objectively i'm looking at it and i understand why we're struggling and You know, add the fact that a lot of these teams are seeing the logo on the, you know, on their uniforms and they just remember whatever punishment they've had in the past couple of years and they they put a lot of extra must. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So whatever. It's uh, it's been a process. It is really ugly. There's a couple of things I want to say. First, in the darkness, the real fans come out and you're a real fan. And that's why you said you remember the dark times. (laughs) And it's a kind of reminder of where you came from, right? In the darkness, you rose. <laughs> and yeah, I think I sent you that meme of like, who was it? Was it Raza Ghoul or yeah, yeah, it was, was it Bane? I think it was, was Bane. It, Bane. it was Bane. It was Bane. It's like there's like something floating around in like uh, social media circle for Warriors fans. It was Bane coming out of like the shadows. It's just like you guys are complaining about this. I, I was born in the shadows. Yeah, that's you, dude. That's you. So this, this is nothing. Exactly. Exactly. So it's just like, whatever. All the hate can 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 come. Like, this, this is who we were. You know what I mean? It's all gravy. I wanted to point out another thing. Um, I saw our buddy Leo, who is a friend of the podcast, the Clipper yeah. fan that we brought on. Yeah. And he's going yeah. to a Clipper game tomorrow. He's in town. And he said he's going to rock a Brent Berry jersey. And that reminds me of people who are true fans. He was like, I'm not going to rock a Kawhi jersey or a PG-13 jersey, which he does have. But he's yeah. like, I'm not one of those just random bandwagon fans that just bought that jersey yeah. because yeah. this year they're they're tearing it up. He's like, I'm going to rep my Brent Berry as you would rep your Troy Murphy jersey, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So props to Leo for coming through and uh, 
have fun hanging out with all the bandwagons down in Clipper Town. <laughs> hey, man, you, you know? did it for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. And it comes with their territory. And they haven't even won anything yet. Yeah, I know. You know but I mean? you still got to enjoy the rise. Whether you reach yeah. it or not, you got to enjoy, dude. You got to enjoy success because that shit is not not given you can't take that shit for granted like injuries exactly. can happen just like that i mean we were talking about steph curry gordon hayward who was having a comeback season he just got injured yeah. it, nothing's given dude nothing's yeah given. dude yeah exactly exactly it's the, you know this is why these players are taking load management days something happens to Giannis. something happens to i mean paul george is little gimpy Kawhi is having load management days you yeah. never know what could happen you know what i mean so do you, th- do you think he, Steph Curry is going to get load managed to the point that he won't come back this season? In Essentially nutshell, tanking? Yeah. <laughs> in, a, in a nutshell, yes. I think the organization mm-hmm. understands what's in front of them. Yeah, I do feel like Draymond Green could play right now if it were any other context. But we understand what's at, at stake. And yeah. management is never going to say it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no one's yeah. really going to admit They got to appeal to the fans, dude. They're, selling, yeah. they're still trying to sell tickets. Yeah, no one's going to admit it. Like what you were saying about your knee, right? It's like, what is at stake? If you play that game and something goes wrong. It, and mind you, this is a team that essentially played KD in the NBA Finals. So obviously they have an understanding in terms of what's at stake. At that point in time, I think it made a little bit more sense to have them go for something yeah. since you're so close to the prize yeah. as opposed to where we are right now, which is 2-8 and eight and on track for LaMelo Ball. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Number one pick, baby. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. I don't know if I want to see LaMelo Ball, but that's We'll talk about that when the time comes, dude. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. You never know what could happen, man. I don't think you want D'Lo and LaMelo Ball on the same team. <laughs> I don't know, man. Speaking of D'Lo, he had a, a, a couple of really solid games. Didn't man. he drop he a 50-piece? 30... Yeah, he dropped. Uh, yeah, he dropped fifty-two against. Was it Minnesota or I? I don't even know who yeah. they were playing. Uh, Delo's really, really talented from an offensive standpoint. He's 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 up there. Like mm-hmm. the guy has finishing ability that is up there with one of the like the best finishers in the league. He's crafty. He's really crafty. Yeah, yeah. he's like. I'm telling you, I told you this before. Like he has like James Harden vibes in terms of just dominating the ball. In I actually want to comp him to more Ginobili than James Harden. Uh, yeah, I see what you. I see what you mean. And the reason Fellow I lefty. say that is because I think if Ginobili was a starter and he didn't buy into the Greg Popovich system, he would have been. He would have put up way more stats. That's true. Because they're both lefties. I mean, Harden they, is also a lefty. Well, Harden but. is a lefty too. But like the ball dominance, though, that's a yeah. thing. I think Ginobili kind of played within the system a little bit more. Not that we've had an opportunity to see D'Lo really play through the system, like for a huge sample size. Steph was there for like a minute, right? Now they've pretty much given the keys to him. Like this guy's throwing up 35 shots. Well, I wanted to point out when Steph, it was early in the season when Steph was healthy and D'Lo was playing, but D'Lo didn't look good next to Steph. Because D'Lo yeah. couldn't be handling the ball as he is right now, where he is yeah. the focal point, which is like hard exactly. S. That's why you're making that comparison. Exactly. It's nice to see him put up numbers, but like I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe because what I've gotten used to seeing in terms of the system was more yeah. free flowing. There's a lot of ball movement. It kind of, not I wouldn't say boring, but it's just kind of I've kind of grown to dislike this whole ball dominant sort yeah. of approach. 
don't get me wrong, like I, he's part of my squad, and I give much love to D'Lo in terms of what he's been able to put up. Uh, but it's just very different. So yeah, he put up fifty-two, man. It was it was an amazing game. Um, I think he was, I think he was being showcased to the T Wolves, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, he was he was showcasing for the T Wolves. <laughs> There's a lot of trade rumors out there. Yeah, I know they want to be playing with each other. Yeah, uh, man, they you know if Minnesota saw that they'd be like, given the whole farm. But you know what was important? We lost the game. We lost the freaking <laughs> game. So, hey man, Dilo's just pulling a you, man. You put up the numbers. You don't care if you win or lose. <laughs> you look at your stat sheet and you're like, shit, man. I had a good game. If there's if there's anybody to to, to understand Dilo, it would be myself, right? <laughs> I'm not ball dominant though. And no, I'm you're not. not. You are I not ball the, dominant. You're, just, you're actually a selfless player. I, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I'll make it appear a, a very clear that you are not ball dominant. You are a very selfless player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, going back to D'Lo, it was, I'm not quite sure if it's a perfect fit. I think the team is trying to find their identity right now. Obviously, you kind of work with the personnel that you have, and no one else can carry that nah, load within no the squad. So we're definitely lottery bound. I don't think, uh, I think the team is going to be really strategic in terms of seeing where everybody's at when they're ready to go. And yeah. maybe they'll play a couple games towards the end just to go back and get back in shape. But we're not going anywhere this year, man. I know that. So all the haters, we know that, all right? But <laughs> if the Warriors ever find themselves back in a situation where they can succeed, y'all can eat a D just because <laughs> we put it in our time, man. We put it in our time before before this run. I don't think people understood that. And we're putting our time right now. So eat a dick. <laughs> this, is, this is actually... This is actually only like a a tidbit of how angry you've been. I, you would message me like every day and be like, "Dude, I'm seething at reading all the haters, the comments." Yeah, and all that dude. Stuff. Yeah, social media is so toxic, man. Like, stay I'm off like, it, bro. Just stay off. Yeah, of I know. It. I know. I know. I know. I'm seeing it, and I'm just like, "You're pulling a KD out. right now, dude. You're reading your fucking." Team. I am pulling a KD. I am pulling a KD. I'm seeing it, and I'm just like, like these people have like, who the fuck are these people? Like, they, they don't have any understanding of any context but it's probably just a clown somewhere on their freaking iphone 11 pro <laughs> trying to trying to flex it's it's probably laker fans or clipper fans down there man just foaming at the mouth to spew <laughs> some hate hey i mean speaking of the lakers the lakers man we're we're, we're on top right now i mean like we're, we're doing well we're doing well for ourselves and that's why you're probably feeling all the heat because all the laker fans all the bandwagon laker fans or even all the the real laker fans are starting to bash on the warriors i mean you guys been on yeah. top it, it's been it's been tough to see as a fan the competitive difference of how great the warriors have been and they've set mm. up a precedent in the league of how a style of play should be they've inspired other teams like the rockets um, even the the Milwaukee Bucks, like a yeah. spread offense, like it's just it's been amazing to see how the Warriors have revolutionized the game. But yeah. with that said, when they're on the on the fall, and the other teams are on the rise, they're not gonna be sympathetic to you. Even like you said, even on the court, they're not sympathetic to you. They're yeah. they're trying to push you while you're down. There, there's yeah. no like, hey, so sorry, I feel bad. No, they're like, all right, it's my time now. So that's yeah. what kind of like. The Lakers are right now, and I'm sure there's other fans that feel the same way about the Warriors. Yeah, and they're they're definitely not crying over you guys. That's for sure. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not a person that like rags on 
on the teams that when they fall. It's just, I, as I said, the sports is kind of a cycle. And I, I kind of told you yeah. that. And I'm not saying the cycle is done with you. It's just you're in a period where it's it's kind of a down period. Um, yeah. I, I'm just trying to make you feel better, Brood. <laughs> Understatement of the year. Jeez. <laughs> you saw that game, man. That was so trash. But the Lakers are playing at a high level. Yeah. I haven't checked out any of the games. I don't know what's working right now. I'll give you an update, dude. Yeah. So, obviously, one of the biggest benefits the Lakers have shown is their size. Unibrow, yeah. AD, Dwight, and JaVale McGee. They're, and LeBron playing sometimes the uh, the three or four. It's And he's yeah. playing the one, but he's really a three or four. And they're yeah. really kind of dominating with their size. Like, Dwight's actually had a renaissance. He's really just playing ball, dude. He's kind of like it, your game in the sense that he just he puts his nose to the ground. He rebounds. He b- tries to block shots. He he makes all the right plays. He doesn't demand the ball like you don't demand the ball. You don't. Sh- he Dwight's not shooting perimeter shots, and that was yeah. what Dwight's problem was before. Yeah. He was a guy that thought, dude, I can shoot jumpers, but I'm like, dude, play your game. You know, you're a yeah. big guy. Get yeah. down low. Do your job. Yeah. And that's what yeah. he's doing now, and that's the difference, bro. Man, Dwight. Ah, okay. Well, so the la- the, the Warriors well. actually had a chance at signing Dwight, right? No, actually, I don't know if they had a chance. I think Dwight always wanted to go back to LA. Yeah, I I don't know. Not that it would have mattered. Yeah, it was, it was Boogie or Dwight. In retrospect, Dwight is probably a little bit more healthier than Boogie. But, I mean, Boogie probably brought so much more to the table in terms of fitting with the system. I don't yeah. know if Dwight really fit with the system. So you guys are essentially playing Boogie, uh, boogie bo- Bully Ball, essentially. Yep. Uh, just just mu- out-muscling teams. But I'm, I'm pretty sure... Well, I've seen a lot of hate on KCP. Oh yeah, <laughs> online. I'm sure the the perimeter game is sort of complementing the bigs a little bit. Yeah, you... yeah. Well, this year, the 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 team that's constructed is actually a, a much more well crafted team than when Magic Johnson tried to construct it by surrounding yeah. LeBron with playmakers. Yeah. But the the proof is in the pudding. LeBron, when you surround him with shooters, he can win, and that's what we did yeah. this year. Danny Green, Avery Bradley is so so, but he's serviceable. I mean Kuzma. You got guys like Troy, Troy Daniels, and hey, your boy Quinn Cook. He can he can make shots. Yeah. Like you put him in the right role, he's he's yeah. he's useful. But you can't put him yeah. as a starter. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's where it goes wrong, right? So even Quinn's getting run. Dang man. Actually, you know the Warriors could actually use Quinn Cook right now. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, actually, the Warriors could use the Warriors could use <laughs> Dwight Howard right now. Yeah. The Warriors could use KCP right now, dude. Oh, I don't Trust know me. about that, dude. KCP's <laughs> been pretty bad. But you know what? Maybe know, Steve man. Kerr can uh, fix that. <laughs> yeah, man. We had eight guys running, and then we had one guy, Eric Pascal, who who has been playing well for us, actually go out with a hip injury. We had seven know, guys. Oh, man. We had WCS playing crunch time. You know and the know other Al- game? There were people chanting MVP for Eric Pascal. And I was like, what has this world come to, man? The, the, hey, the man. fans at the Chase Center who paid shit ton of money are, are super desperate. Eric Pascal was playing good, man. He was. He, he was. was. I'm actually really happy me, for him. He was giving me mini LeBron vibes. LeBron. I know that's a hot take right there. but <laughs> Hot take, hot take. Many, if you look at his physique and the way that he was kind of playing that game, I was just like, 
I don't want to say it, but I was thinking it. I was just like, you know, you know well, what's look- also born out of the darkness? Delusion. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. You have no context. Whatsoever. I'm sure when you looked at Troy Murphy, you're like, dude, Troy Murphy, man, I'm getting some Larry Bird vibes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. This David is how, Lee, dude. How far this is how far I've gone, man. I'm trying to get Eric Pascal to some love. He played he played well and yeah. I mean if you really look at his game he is actually just a he he does the dirty work and yeah. for someone who kind of plays not similar but like plays and focuses on the dirty work I appreciate players like Eric Pascal. Yeah. I don't know he rebounds like he just goes yeah. in the post and like he just you know what I mean he's not trying to do like all of these fancy yeah. all due respect to Steph you know I love Steph but like you know all of these three pointers Steph gets in there and gets dirty sometimes. Yeah. I give him credit and and honestly we didn't have any other players to put up any numbers. We were, we were so much we're so <laughs> trash. We're so trash that no one else. I mean, we needed that. Like he was getting looks. So yeah. if you don't have any depth around you, you're gonna have some unsung heroes. And you know, that's what the season is for for me. And you know, I Real don't know talk, how. Though, I think Eric's Pascal. Like, there's something. There's something there. I, I <laughs> yeah. think when you add him to a team that's, you know, the team that you guys have coming back health wise, he'll be really serviceable, serviceable yeah, you, as a role player. You sound like me when we were talking about Caruso last year, dude. Like I was just like, Real "Hey, man, you're you're Caruso helping me out." Yeah. <laughs> Those uh, are dark times, but, dude. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just saying, uh, Caruso actually he's looking like a, a player. But yeah, I, I I actually agree with you. Eric Pascal has shown a little bit of something, a glimmer of hope. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's going to be like a starter, but even as a bench player. And getting him at 42 to do that yeah. for a rookie, he hasn't even had 15 games. Whatever, you take what you can get, man. Like, why even hate on that? The guy's putting in time. We we shall see. It's not called tanking. So, it's called player development. That's that's what we need to tell ourselves. All right? That's I told what Warriors fans a, need to tell themselves. Yeah, it's a load management year. It's yep. a load management player development year. So we'll see. I don't know. Maybe the ship has sailed. Maybe it's a, a reload. We shall see. Fact of the matter is, there's three rings <laughs> in the past X amount of years, and can nobody take that away? That's more than what Kawhi, uh, what do you call that? Paul George has in the Clippers <laughs> at this point. So Pat Bev, I know, I know you're a dog, bro, but you gotta win something first before you keep on barking. I, I know, dude. I the game that you're watching with the Warriors versus uh, the Clippers, you were you were. I was watching Pat yeah. Bev too. That guy was grandstanding every single defensive play yeah. he made. I was like, bro, wow. Like, you already earned your dude, contract. You're good, bro. Yeah. <laughs> You're balling over scrubs, man. Like, seriously, just, you know, calm down. It's game one of the season. But yeah, I mean, the Lakers, this is the window for them. So I, I think without, if they can't push through this year, it's going to get more and more difficult. So this year is even more vitally important for the Lakers. And they got off to a good start. But as you said, it's a marathon. You have to avoid injuries. You have to continue to build chemistry. And you're going to you're gonna hit some rough patches like any new relationship. You know, these, these players are all new to each other. So we'll see what happens, even though we're polar opposites right now. But it's a long season, dude. Like last season, the Lakers were doing well until LeBron got hurt. And we all went to shit, dude. We were praising Caruso for freaking months, man. Yeah. 
I don't know, man. This two and eight has felt like it's been three months already. So <laughs> I don't even know how I'll be. I don't know how we'll be able to do this pod, man. Let's just, let's just talk about some other stuff. Because I. <laughs> hey, the Niners, baby. Be... <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Niners Seahawks tomorrow. So we'll see what happens. Uh, it's a big, big game. You should watch that, bro. Richard Sherman Actually, against the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah. That, I, that's a huge that's, game. I can't wait to that see is that a game. a huge game. So we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, that's that's pretty much all of the Bay Area fans right now. Like mm-hmm. literally, like everybody's just like, well, you know, we at least we got the Niners. The Warriors are down. Such is the life of a sports fan uh, uh, up here in the Bay Area. And uh, football is really different, man. It's not like a seven game set. You know, once the playoffs are there, yeah. one one bad tackle yep. could bust an ACL, and then that could be the end of your season. It's fragile, dude. We don't know that until it's gone. It's really fragile. So with the Niners season, we'll see how it plays out. They're doing well. Their defense defense is really stepping up this year. Bosa is, is legit, man. I told you it was, that was the pick to make, and it's really paying off. Yeah, that was the pick to make. But I hope he stays healthy so that we can make a run. So with all the bad luck the Warriors have had, hopefully they can kind of pay it forward for the Niners, give us... Take the heat out of them from the the Bay Area a little bit this year, just so that people can kind of focus on something else. So we'll see. I, I, was it you that sent me that the the Warriors had to the, had to sacrifice their season for the Niners to be successful? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I sent you that meme. As much as social media is freaking uh, toxic, man, it's hella funny sometimes. Yeah. It was like that Infinity uh, Infinity War scene where they oh, they yeah, were yeah. asking like, "How what did it cost you? <laughs> cost you everything." <laughs> All right, man. With that said, let's close this out. When you know, in the future, in two weeks from now, we'll talk about the Niners because they'll have played the Seahawks. So there's a lot to update on, even if there's, even though there's not much Warriors talk necessarily. But you know what? You're a true fan, man. Regardless, you're gonna be looking at these players. You're gonna be analyzing them, see who's 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 worthy of sticking around, right? Yeah, man. I'm already looking at NBA Draft that not net, <laughs> man. I'm looking at international prospects. I'm looking at James Wiseman. <laughs> It's not even Thanksgiving, man. I'm already looking <laughs> looking forward. It really is like 2002, man, <laughs> where I was hyped up of over, you know, freaking Eric Dampier. <laughs> oh my god, Eric Dampier <laughs> or Chris Porter. I'll tell you this, Adonis Eric Pascal. Yeah, uh, Eric Pascal is 10 times better than Chris Porter, you know, ever was, man. So I'm just saying. <laughs> Get little LeBron vibes, right? <laughs> Some LeBron yeah, vibes. Yeah, LeBron vibes, man. Next time, watch. And you, you'll be like, man, JC's like light years ahead, man. All right. Well, we have this We have this locked in a time capsule <laughs> in this podcast. So we'll revisit it in the future. All right, dude. Let's let's close it out then. We're Again, as I said, every two weeks we're going to be releasing now. So look forward to these episodes every two weeks. And we'll have more content. We'll have more takes. And thanks for listening. You can follow us on IG, Ball vs. Life Official. And shoot us an email at ballvserslife at gmail.com. Rate, subscribe, review. Thank you for listening. Catch you on the next one. Peace. Later. Later.